Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here lady video. If you love hearing these stories of care and confusion, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Mr. Lo-Fi, a small look at why Karen acts like that. I work with a Karen, though not in retail. Recently, this Karen was regaling some co-workers with a story about some heck she raised at a store, and she was quite proud of herself for being rude to the store employee. At the end of the story, she tagged on a coda just to justify her obnoxious behavior. Her logic? You have to stand up to them, and you have to push back on them because it'll make the shopping experience better for everyone else that comes after you. Karen believes that they're training retail big box store employees as though they were puppies, by screaming, throwing tantrums, and humiliating people. Dude, they're not applying any lessons they've learned from you acting like an overgrown baby. With a hideously dated Kate and her 8 haircut, they're posting about your pants wedding meltdown on Reddit. In your life, has there ever been a moment where somebody yelled at you or acted like a big baby, and through that you learned a lesson? Or are the lessons you learned from moments like that more on the side of how to deal with these overgrown babies? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Madinax, lady from Ikea. So this is a rather funny and short post, but my mom mentioned it to me yesterday. It all happened around 10 years ago when I was a teenager and 16. I was in Ikea with my parents. I was talking with my mom when some random lady tugged me by my arm into a different direction. I say, I'm sorry, but the lady says, I know that you're busy, but I only need you for a second. I say, yeah, but I was with, she says, oh, I'm sure that nice lady wouldn't mind me borrowing you for a moment. I look at my mom for any form of help. She was holding back laughter, but didn't do anything. I love my mom. Actual employee was looking at her stunned. The lady says, so I was wondering, what's the difference between these two lights? I yell, I don't work here. She looks me up and down, turns beet red, and started to apologize. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I thought you were an employee. I say sorry ma'am, I'm 16. She was very embarrassed. My mom was laughing her butt off, which only made the woman more embarrassed. My dad was looking at me and the lady confused. I say, if you want an opinion on the color of this Christmas light I can give you mine. She was very sweet and polite, and I helped her pick Christmas lights she wanted. The lesson from here? Don't wear a blue polo to Ikea on Christmas Rush. Sometimes you just want to look slightly more dressed up. There was a point in my life where I wasn't too concerned about how I looked. All I did was order like a variety of different colored polo shirts. And now reading these stories, all I can think about is how lucky I am that I didn't get confused for somebody 
walking around in some store like Walmart wearing a blue polo shirt. Our next story is by Rebuild Collapse 679, but I want this. It happened to me today. Went to Schmacy's today to pick up a cookware set we plan on donating as part of my car club's adopt a family holiday giving. Most of what the family requested we were able to purchase online and avoided most stores, which I was extremely pleased about. The mom of our adopted family's number one request was a new set of cookware. I spent the last week researching and checking Black Friday deals and found a great deal. Only problem, it's an in-store only purchase, available until 5pm. I figure I would go in the afternoon, shouldn't be too bad. And it almost wasn't. The store had calmed down and employees seemed to be in good spirits. I asked an employee if any of the cookware sets were left, and he said they had a few and pointed them out to me. He also told me to come right back to his cash wrap after I grabbed one because he just emptied one of those little carts they have. The box the cookware's packaged in is kind of a big awkward box and I can use the cart to get the box to my car. I grab the box and head to the cash wrap and yes, the box is big and I can barely wrap my arms around it. I take a few steps and this lady walks up and starts to pull the box out of my arms. I ask her what she's doing, and she says she wants the cookware set. I tell her there's more over there, jerking my head in that general direction. She tells me she'll just take this one. I say, um, no, this is mine, go get your own. She says, but I want it. I tell her to go get one. She tells me I'm being rude, and that she'll tell my boss. I tell her she's going to tell my boss I was shopping on Black Friday kind of should be expected. I pivot a little, get around her to get to the cash wrap, where the gentleman asked me if I found it okay, and pushes the card up to me. The lady says, wait, I saw you two talking earlier, you work here. I tell her, I don't work here, and I was just asking someone who works here for help. You know, normal interaction when shopping. She just stares as I pay, and thank the gentleman who helped me. She never said anything else. I think she might still be there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've done it. I think a Karen finally short-circuited. Maybe that Karen had that moment where it was like, the prophecy is true. They actually don't work here. Perhaps all my years of being a Karen in these stores was a lie. How could it possibly be? I just wanted assistance getting cookware, and now she's just buying it. The other people just watching back at the Karen like, you think she's okay? Our next story is by Lunatic Mooney, just found an umbrella and was mistaken for an employee twice. This happened today. I was grabbing a coffee with a friend, and this coffee shop is in the same rooms as a bookstore. After warming up, I went to the toilet, it's free for customers, but not the rest and someone forgot an umbrella there. Being nice, I took it out of there and figured I should ask the man at the information point where I should leave it, cause maybe the owner will show up. The employee was in the middle of helping a woman and her child, so I just stood there and waited. When a woman approached and asked me, where do I find comics? The city I live in has a shop called Comics, so I just looked at her and was like, I'm sorry, what? Thinking she was in the wrong store. Lucky Luke Comics, where do I find them? I say, I don't know, I don't work here. She says, oh, I just thought because you wear blue, this store doesn't have a uniform, but the employees of the bookstore wear a name tag, and those of the coffee shop have dark clothes and brown aprons, so I was confused. Then I asked the coffee guy. He told me I should bring the umbrella to the register. While I waited there, I didn't stand in line, and another lady approached me with a question. 
Before she could finish, I was saying, sorry, I don't work here, lady. And she just huffed and was cutting the line to ask the poor cashier in a not-so-nice tone. Then the cashier looked at me and was looking at me like I was the next Karen. But I just told her about the umbrella and left. I told my friend and dragged him out of there because I had a feeling that the next person was also going to mistake me for an employee. So nothing bad happened. I was just really irritated. To be honest, if I'm out in a coffee shop and a person comes up to me, asks if I'm an employee, another person later comes up to me, asks if I'm an employee in the same shop, I'd probably start trying to find a way out of there because I don't know what it is, but people think you work there. And especially for me, I'm not one that enjoys talking to strangers at all, so I'd be wanting out. This next story is by Billiam201. I carried a thing. That means I work at this sporting goods store. So to set some context, I relocated during the pandemic. So the places I usually went for things are no longer an option. I try to avoid big box retail for a variety of reasons. First, they don't train their people, so the guy who comes here for a living doesn't know where anything is. Second, they can't keep their people, so I don't know anybody and nobody knows me. This makes the service suck. These problems have only been made worse by the aforementioned pandemic. At smaller places, your shopping experience is better and the money stays local. All that said, on to my story. I like to pick up heavy things and put them down again. This occasionally needs supplies. I occasionally do things outside like farmers carry or stone carry, things like that. This means I have to drag a bunch of weight plates up the stairs from my basement, through the house, out to wherever I'm going to do what I'm doing, and then put them back again. The wife lost her patience with this and told my cheap self to go buy a set of plates to keep in the garage for this purpose. I haven't been able to find any place near me that supplies them locally, so I'm forced to go to the big box sporting goods or online river retail. Since it's a nice day and I don't want to wait for online river retail, off I go to big box sporting goods. I decide on a set of grip plates, pick them up and head to the register. I ask the young lady if I can leave them there while I go get another pair. The cashier, who probably weighs about as much as the two plates I was carrying, asks me to put them on the unused counter to the side of her so she can keep bringing up other customers and come back to her when I was ready. I get back to the heavy things section, grab two more plates, and head back for the register. I get there and realize that I probably should restock on tape, chalk, and other things for the outside section so I don't have to run back and forth. Because if I get gym chalk all over the living room carrying that outside, I will certainly encounter La Chancla ominous music. I beg the cashier's indulgence for just a little longer, leaving four plates on an empty register, and head back. As I pass the golf shirts, a wild Karen appears. She steps out from between two racks directly in front of me, raises both of her hands to snap in my face, and goes directly to the screaming. Now, as you've probably guessed, I'm a good sized guy. I'm not so huge that you wonder if I can wipe my own butt, but I'm definitely burly. I managed to stop without bowling this woman over, which may have been the most remarkable part of this interaction. Karen says, excuse me, snapping her fingers furiously. I say, holy crap, what the heck? She says, I need help, stomping her foot. Now, I say, I don't work here. Customer service is over there, as I point to the front area. She says, don't give me that horse, naughty. I saw you grabbing things for that girl at the counter. I need to know which of these tennis rackets are the best, and you're going to help me. I say, I don't work here, and all I know about tennis comes from an Anna Kornikova calendar I bought. Customer service is over there. 
pointing again. She says, I've already told you to stop lying to me once, and if you do it again, I'm going to get you fired. Meet me over by the tennis rackets in 30 seconds if you want to keep your job. I say yo no trabajo aquis. Karen says, what the, what the heck does that mean? I say, it's I don't work here in Spanish. I figure there must be a language barrier since I've told you four times and you just don't seem to get it. Karen says, I'm getting your manager, stomping off. I finished grabbing what I needed from the heavy things section, chalk, tape, a couple of straps that were on sale, and a squat bar pad because mine was getting worn, and head for the register. Of course, the one to where I'd left the weights next to wasn't available, so I had to wait. This gave Karen time to catch up. From my description earlier, you can probably guess that I don't exactly blend in. I'm over 6 feet tall, well north of 300 pounds, and have a bushy reddish-brown beard with grey streaks in it. I'm wearing a black t-shirt with a picture of a Highland athlete on it that says, it's not the length of his caber that makes him great, it's the weight of his stones on the back. There is nothing about me that says, big box sporting goods employee. She catches up dragging the manager, shouting, That's him! He maliciously refused to help me! The manager says, Ma'am, he doesn't work here. Karen says, Don't give me that. I saw him helping that dumb witch behind the register. Why would he do that if he didn't work here? She had a name tag. I'll call her Alice. I say, I wasn't helping Alice. I was asking her if I could leave these here while I got the rest of my stuff. Karen says, Then how do you know her name? I say, She's wearing a name tag? And you owe her an apology. Karen says, I don't owe her a naughty thing. If she wanted to be respected, she wouldn't work here. She should be apologizing to me for making me put up with this. Turning to the manager and screaming at the top of her lungs, I want the both of them fired right, naughty, now. Or I'm calling the police. I'll have every one of you arrested for assault. You can't prove you didn't assault me. The manager says, ma'am, you're standing under a camera. I can prove you weren't assaulted, but please feel free to call the police. It'll be a lot easier to fill out the trespass forms if you're still here, and you'll have plenty of time to read them when you're in jail for filing a false police report. Karen says, naughty you, naughty all of you. I'm never coming back here again. The manager says, I'll hold you to that this time. He turns to me and apologizes, gave me a coupon I didn't know about for the weights, and I went on my way. Not as dramatic as some, but still fun. Wait, does the manager saying, I'll hold you to that this time when the Karen says, I'm never coming back here again, imply that this is not the first time this Karen said something like that to that manager or in that store? I always love the people who create such a riot and act up like that, and then at the very end they're like, well I'm never coming back here again, this place is horrible. It's always a, please, please never come back here again, we don't want to deal with you. We were gonna try to throw you out to begin with. Have fun, and don't let the door hit you on the way out. All I know is this Karen must be like the human embodiment of like a chihuahua, walking right up to this big giant guy that's just lifting weights and weight equipment, and barking, saying rude things to their face. I feel like that takes a lot of ignorant courage to do. To the level of saying, you better meet me at the rackets in 30 seconds or I'm going to get your manager or whatever. It's like, dang, chill out, Karen. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. 
So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.